0: And welcome to this episode of NFP here on KVLU. I'm Jason, your host. On this program, I speak with representatives of local nonprofit organizations. My guest on the program today is Cody Vasquez. She is the executive director of CASA of Sabine Nature's region. Well, before we start on today's episode of NFP, Cody, thanks for being on the show.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for
0: having me. Uh, well, glad to have CASA of Sabine Nature's Region on the program. And I, I want to just start off with the show and uh, just starting off with, with CASA and what the acronym means and, and what the mission of of CASA is in the community.
1: Uh, well, CASA stands for Court Appointed Special Advocates. Okay. And uh, CASA of the Sabine Nature's Region. Our mission is to give voice to abused and neglected children in Hardin, Jasper, Newton, Orange, Sabine, and Tyler counties.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Well, so people—if if people are listening—they might be familiar with CASA in Beaumont. Their offices—they serve Jefferson County, and y'all serve the rest of Southeast Texas. It seems really
1: <laughs> pretty much. Yeah,
0: pretty much cover the rest of the counties. Yeah. Yes. Um, my next question was: Is like, what are some of the specific services that that CASA, CASA um, offers?
1: Okay, so um, CASA supports children and families that are involved in the child welfare system, and we do that by uh, recruiting, training, and supervising volunteers uh, to serve as a court-appointed special advocate, um, also known as guardian ad litem. Okay. So, yeah, the Texas law states that a child placed in state care must be appointed guardian ad litem, uh, and that guardian litem is to ensure the best interest of the child remains at the forefront of every case. So
0: volunteers take up these roles. What are some of the things that the volunteers have to do to let's just start off kind of train for it? And then we'll kind of talk about like what their role actually
1: is in in the in the case. Absolutely. So uh, volunteers, they they come from every sector of the community. Really the more diverse pool of volunteers we have, the better uh, to meet the needs of the diversity of our children. Um, The volunteer must be 21 years old. They do have to go through some pretty intensive screening um, and background checks uh, because they're working with children and families. And then they receive about 40 hours of training Uh, Since COVID, all that training has been done uh, through virtual training uh, with Zoom. We have an excellent trainer. Um, Once they receive all their training, all their checks passed, uh, then they're sworn in by the judge and they become an officer of the court as a CASA. They're assigned a staff person. That's the advocate supervisor that works. Very closely with them until they feel comfortable to take on more ownership of the case themselves. Uh, and then a case can be assigned, it may be one child, it may be a sibling group. And uh, from there, they work, they interview the child, uh, the bio family, the placement, because the child's been removed from the home. Um, depending on the child's age, they may talk to uh, school counselors. Uh, they're medical professionals, mental health professionals, uh, any, anyone else that's a partner to the case or involved in the child's life. Uh, they may help if, if the child cannot go home with mom or dad, um, they may help find relative placements somewhere where the child is, is already comfortable. Um, they do everything to make sure that the child's journey through the um, child welfare system is as less traumatic as possible because um no matter the circumstances of all these children were removed the removal in itself is traumatic so um that that casa is that consistent presence in the child's life especially when um uh, cps you have a high turnover um, placements they get moved around from place to place so they, they always know that they have that one cost of that one advocate that is there for them to count on.
0: Right now is um, mentioning, you know, some effects by COVID and, and effect on the on the court system. Are y'all reaching out for, for more volunteers right now? Or what's y'all's volunteer status?
1: Our need for volunteers is critical. Um, oh, okay, okay. In, in 2017, our volunteer total went down to, I think, about seven. We lost nearly all of our volunteers. Uh, When you're looking at 80 percent of the county flooded, you know, people Mm -hmm. were overwhelmed with um, keeping up with their own lives, rebuilding their homes, and um, so we had a lot of volunteers that we lost then. We have been steadily building that back up. I think we're at 43 of yesterday, but we're about a third of where we need to be no, we're we're actually about twenty five percent of where we need to be. It is our goal to provide okay. a CASA for every child in our area, and right now, um, we're providing a CASA for twenty six of the children, twenty six percent of the children in care. Okay,
0: what are some of the ways people listening can can get in touch and 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 get more information about becoming a becoming an advocate?
1: Absolutely. Well, they can call four zero nine eight eight six. 2272. Uh, they can email us at info at Okay. Go to our website, CASASNR.org. Uh, there's information volunteer application. Uh, we do have, um, information sessions where, uh, you can meet via zoom with one of our recruiters and just ask questions, find out if it's something that, that works for you. Um, I suggest everyone get involved because not only are you changing a child's life and a family's future, but um, you're changing your own life as well by the relationships that you build.
0: Thank you for sharing that. And and also thank you for uh, being a guest on NFP uh, here on KVLU, Cody. Appreciate it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks again to my guests on this episode of NFP, Cody Vasquez, the Executive Director of CASA of Sabine Nature's Region. For more information about becoming a volunteer, you can visit org. You can also find NFP as a podcast on all the major platforms and also on the NPR One app. And of course, you can tune in each Thursday morning here on KVLU. Stay connected.